0: (laughs) On. Three, two, one. Uh, There we go. Uh, Welcome, everybody. We are talking with uh, the one and only uh, drummer extraordinaire from Rat, or was in Rat, I don't know. It is uh, Bobby Blotzer. Bonjour, Bobby. How are you? It has been uh, a long time since the fans have seen you.
1: There's only one Rat drummer, dude, and it's the Blots. Sorry to the other white bread guys, but... Don't be the thing if you ain't got that blot swing baby do op doop do up. you know
0: uh, I'll just quickly start yeah. on that though when you listen to certain bands there, there there is a style that you cannot get over. You listen to Andy and UFO and you listen to there is just something about the way you play and everybody's talks about maybe Steven's voice or Warren's playing, but the way you play added so much to those songs. Um, I just want I just wanted to say that because it's it's important you know they sounded great. Always oh, the uh, sure. Graham. You,
1: well, know, uh, you know,
0: Way Cool Jr. I have not heard Way Cool Jr. played right in the last 20 years. You know.
1: Well, I wouldn't go that far back um, because I play it. I mean, it's only been a couple of years now that they've had the scabbers in there. But, um, and I don't mean anything bad against these fellows or my friends. But, uh, you know, I just, I've seen the videos. And, you know, if you're not doing a swing on the, you know, on the cymbal and the hi-hat, you're not doing justice to the song and the feel of the song. People hear the song, but they also feel it. So there's a certain feel that I think most bands have, you know, their feel and rap for sure, you know, with the way that I was brought up playing drums and what what inspired me was Motown, Beatles, Stones, you know, the 70s stuff. And by like 50s, 40s, I like a lot of everything so you know i I minced it together into my i guess my style which would be the blot style and uh i appreciate the compliment you know the
0: the blot swing we
1: put those together unlike most uh things that have been shown in in interviews you know we wrote those songs together all of us i mean start starting from a riff You know, they were put together. So all of us wrote those songs. We all share in the publishing. We share everything five ways. So, you know, all the warring words that have gone back and forth during that turbulent time. You know, you're just trying to put little stab wounds into your opponent. I guess you could call it that, you know. But, you know, I love rap music, man. I'm blessed to have been part of the... Band since March twelfth of eighty two. That's when I joined. My thirty nine year old son, Michael, was three weeks old. You know, and Stephen moved in with us. <laughs> I remember him carrying Michael around his arms. And Michael was like a little loaf. You know. So,
0: but I yeah. I, I want to get into uh, to Stephen and Rat and all that stuff after. But I but I I gotta ask you because for the last little bit you have been off the radar haven't been playing shows, you haven't been doing interviews, you haven't been out there. And then yeah. we get this announcement, December 5th, you're going to go play with Steel Panther. So let me understand that on on two levels. First, are you playing the entire show with Steel Panther? That's the first level. And what made you decide to to come back out and play and and does that mean that you're ready to start playing more often?
1: I don't know. Look, I you know, I've until the, uh, the scam demic has been, you know, messing with everybody, I would go out and play with different friends of mine's band, you know. Feels great to get on stage, you know. And, um, but not enough for me to like go, oh, okay, I'm going to start a band or look for a band. You know, I've been sort of in retirement sort of mode. I'm just like, needed a break. I needed to step back from all this crazy stuff that you know we've ended up in sadly and of course speaking about myself and the other guys in the band I mean both of us have suffered quite intense anxiety from it to say the least and spent a fortune that's for damn sure um but no I you know I've known Ralph and those guys they're all great friends of mine Russ And I play golf. We were a member of the same country club for years. He just moved up to Nevada, so we don't see him very often. He's a great guy. He's got a son that is named Jackson that's a phenomenal golfer. And, um, you know, I just have known those guys for decades. You know, me and Ralph were working in my home studio on a project we did back in 92, 93. called Route 66, songs I was writing. He was coming over and writing with me and we you know, tried to get a deal, but of course at that time, you know, if you were anybody from the 80s, you were like the kiss of goodbye, get out, your yesterday's news. But that, naturally, as everybody knows, did a big,
0: big Who sort has of... those demos, by the way? Do you have those, like in a vault? Do you have
1: a vault? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. i I've asked that before. Yeah, no, I, they're in a box somewhere out in my storage here, and uh, along with all my platinums and gold records not only from rap but from my friend's band motley great white lonnie from the bullet boys gave me you know i got some buddies we used to exchange stuff like that back in the 80s which was nice but i don't put them up you know when i was in this uh hell hole you know with rat and i just didn't want to look at anything i just i don't know i haven't had them up anyway a few you know around the house for when Friends come over or whatever guests, they like to see that kind of stuff, to be honest with you. You know, I have some in my office or whatever. But, you know, the demos and the old tapes, it's all in a box. You know, I'm way too lazy to dig it out and go through it.
0: It's funny. I, I was over at Aldenova's house the other day and he had a box uh, just like sitting on the floor looking like, you know, it was ready to go to the curbside. And I, I asked him, what's that? He goes, he goes, oh, those are all the working ideas that John sent me, John Bon Jovi and, and Celine. So he's got this yeah. box sitting in the corner gathering dust of Celine Celine Dion and John Bon Jovi. And it's just like, shouldn't that be like in a, you know, r- climate controlled room with... <laughs> hey,
1: he probably, I would think he'd say something like life is just a fantasy, you know, but, um,
0: it, it kind of is now, but all right, look, look, we, you yeah. and I, we, we talk, uh, every yeah. couple of weeks, every month, at least once a month, um, didn't, weren't you having some kind of back issues, which were slowing you down? What? And is that all better now?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, cumulative trauma is really what was happening. There are two different, um, surgeries you know one two spinal fusions is the actual terminology for it you know but yeah i still have them listen i've rode ridden i was a dirt bike rider racer since i was you know my first mini bike when i was 12 years old and i always raced off-road and then i raced cars for dodge and i pretty much ski expert snow skiing and water skiing and just, I just beat the shit out of myself on every level, especially with playing drums, you know, really where this thing made a turn is when we were working on the, the, uh, 2010 release infestation. We were worked on, we worked on that record like nine hours a day. Dude, It's such
0: a great record. It is so fucking good.
1: I love that record. It's great. But you know, Warren and Steven, you know, they've convinced themselves because there was some dissension and personal things that went on then. That the record's not good. It's a great record. Everybody kind of recognizes that fan or foe, I think alike, would say that's a great. It would have fit perfectly in between, say, Cellar and, and Invasion, Invasion, Dance Undercover, that kind of thing. You know, but we worked on it so hard. After the, I mean, I was getting up. My back was so sore from sitting nine hours straight playing drums. It's not easy. I mean, I, I always say to my friends, they're like, oh, yeah, real hard job. You go out, play shows in front of 10,000 people, da 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 I go, you know what? Sit down and do this for an hour and for three minutes and see how you get through it. It's incredibly hard on your body, and it takes a certain conformity your body has that you're able to do that. You know what I mean? And I like to play golf a lot. I've been playing golf for many decades. You know, I started playing in 85 in Hawaii after we finished our – japanese tour and was immediately hooked so that's another thing that i'm just whipping into the you know the drives and the fairway shots whatever and your spine just gets tweaked but you know i'm willing to at some point here give it another shot you know um
0: get back on the, the road get 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 back out and do 40 shows or 100 shows you, you ready for for the long haul
1: yeah i think i don't know i mean take it one step at a time i mean uh if that presents itself i mean honestly it's been you know doing this thing with still Panthers. going to be interesting to hang out with my old buddies and i'm gonna get up and play a couple of rat tunes and
0: um well here let me uh, ask you this because uh
1: i've, I've talked me and steven have been talking lately which has been oh, okay. really. Cool. i yeah. dig that you know and i mean it's like he's super very clear-headed and very um what's what's the word I'm looking for, you know, he's ambitious, <laughs> ambitious and optimistic, I think is a great way to put it. And, you know, it's just good to talk to him, you know, just, I want to mend these broken fences that, you know, that the lawsuit stuff, you know, and, and when I went on a tour, I had to do that. And, um, you know, I was given the green light by a lawyer who's now getting sued for malpractice, I might add. And, um, and that's not just by me. There's a team effort in that, and I'll just leave it at that. But you know, I I would like to finish the rat race.
0: <laughs> you well,
1: know, we ran one I, of our record rat race. So,
0: but I just want know. to say, when when you see what happened with Eddie Van Halen, they didn't get back with Sammy or or, or Dave and Michael and do. I mean, they they were with Mike with, with David, but not Michael, and they didn't they didn't get a chance to put closure on it. I I think as a fan, we just got to go. Okay, come on. We know there was nonsense, but come on, it, it's time to just say, let's let's just. Say, I mean, I, I I hope that you can celebrate Rat and and be part of the team, even if it's just one one encore somewhere. I don't care. Just you gotta you gotta get out
1: there. Uh, it it happens, dude. Everything always you know comes around, goes around in this Rat cycle of, of things. By the way, if you're hearing this background noise, my gardener's out there with his. uh, you know, 125 <laughs> decibel lower at this point, so I'm going to probably shift when he comes out here to the back. Yeah, edge. but
0: it, uh, it, it's actually not that bad. It's just a, it's like a it's like a mosquito right now, so it's not that bad. Ah, uh,
1: since... I go to sleep at night, which is why I don't sleep great because my ears of have... all of our ears. So many guys, none that I know have not suffered hearing problems. You know, I mean, we none of us used to wear hearing protection in those early days you know it was uh it would be un viking like to go up there me and tommy lee used to have we used to have monitor wars to see who could have the biggest pa behind us i would go up on their stage they'd come up on my stage and we would compare it was pretty funny and i wrote his
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny
1: spinning thing one time and i thought dude you're fucking hung over every day doing this thing it was unbelievable. I don't know how he did it. it was pretty athletic ability. I can tell you that.
0: Uh, play, I don't know how he didn't throw up when he was spinning with <laughs> in
1: that thing. As well, you know, because I mean, look in those days, man, we were very active in you know our after-show activities, and that went on into the tour bus for the ride. You know, climbing in your bunk, you know, at four thirty in the morning, hoping to get a few hours before you hit the <laughs> hotel and sleep. You know, half the day away, but. That's just the way it was on the road. Let me ask you you this. You
0: you said you're, I just want to say, you you just said that you're friendly with Steven again, or at least you're having friendly conversations with him. Any development with Warren? Because he's really gone missing in action. I mean, he's fallen off the I mean, he's become Vito Brada for crying out loud. So are you talking to him? Are you you friendly with him?
1: I think not necessarily on that because he does get out and jam with um, the Sebastian Bach. Oh, right crew of this kings, Kid with Matt. What's his face? kings of proud. chaos yeah and uh so i mean he's doing a few gigs here's for me the problem that i know of warren he doesn't know any cover tunes and i think that's all they do i don't know i really haven't seen anything or watched it but you know i think warren's take is you know when the, when the original band is ready to go out then you know let's talk about it you know and <clears throat> there's you know There's still one of the litigational things that's still open, which is ridiculous, um, between Rat the Partnership, which was all of us, you know. Then when they sided together against me, they expelled me. That's well-known info, you know. But WBS controlled that name for 21 years, and they're a lawsuit against a corporation, mine and more. And it was Stephen, but when we had our little row in 2002. He was out of WBS, but he still played in Rat. still got a paycheck from WBS. And, you know, they're trying to sue Rat. You know, you got these lawyers, dude, that they're the only ones that make this money. And people, it's an ongoing saying, you know, nobody wins but the lawyers. And that's true. I mean, it's a joke. I'm so sick of it. I wish everybody would just turn the channel, click it off, and fucking get on with life here. You know, I'm 62 as a yeah. I turned sixty-two, which is clearly a forty-five-year-old and a sixty-two-year-old's body. But you know, we—it's huh. uh, time. The clock's clicked, you know, ticking away. The clock's ticking I, away. But we'll, we'll, we'll see if we
0: get there. But let me ask you this: uh, over no?
1: the
0: over the over the last little bit uh, in the summer, uh, you've sent me pictures of you golfing and and this car and that car and this place and that place, and I've sent you pictures of me walking the dog. Any chance, Because and, and of course, we don't share this stuff publicly. Any chance the fans could could have a look at what Casa del Blotzer looks like?
1: I'll tell no, you right now, well, it's a funny time you're saying that because here's a good buddy uh, outside here. I'm <laughs> He's uh right now blowing the backyard away. Yeah, let's. We can cruise. Is the now is now
0: a, is the gardener Juan Cruise? I'm just. I'm just see, no, I'm there kidding. he
1: is. Yes, it is Juan. <laughs> 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 I, I, waterfall pool. Thank you.
0: I'm kidding. Wow, so, that's a good looking kitchen. Holy mackerel. He's
1: out there. That's my good buddy Salvador. Um. Yeah. Here's our living room. And um, now
0: you have rat records on the walls there somewhere. I know that. Well, yeah i got some stuff there you, you know, go right I, over the tv
1: my new, my new lady and her kids uh, they like all the rat fanfare you know okay. um like there's a uh, now i triple saw some... platinum, triple platinum for invasion here's wow. triple platinum for out uh, of the cellar i you know
0: now i saw th- i saw some guitars there in the in the hallway
1: are those your guitars Oh, those are my guitars, yeah. That's what I write and record. And oh, wow! Think. And uh, there's a bass in there as well. I've done a lot of work with those, and um, you know, in here, we this this also doubles for my seven year old sons, which is my gal Tanya, her son. Ah. My boys, when they were little guys, there, you know, kept that thing over the years. And you got some rat junk over here, some old stuff over here. There's uh, us in Scandinavia with Warren and Karabi and Jizzy oh, wow. and Craig, you know. And
0: uh, now you said rad junk, but but ultimately you're you're very proud of the band and what you've accomplished. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. of course, I'm not gonna, right. you know, these little oh, stuff. I, put, I don't want it, you know. I have artwork. I don't really want it peppering my my home and stuff like that, you know. Here's some old stuff here when Carrie Kelly was in the band. This is like 90. There's me and Brett right there bowling. Oh, wow. Juan <laughs> <on> again. Juan! <laughs> I'm just kidding, Juan. Don't up fucking around. Oh, that's um, funny.
0: Uh, by the way, do you have any pictures of you and, and, uh, and Rat with Michael Schenker? Because uh, I got to tell you... Uh, I would love to see that lineup come out again, or I would love to see a recording of the of the Shanker era, which was what? How long was the Shanker era? Like three months?
1: <laughs> well, it was the nineteen ninety one tour. You know, that's when wow. Robin badly had to. I'm going to go up front here so before we. I'm just going to show you. guys I mean, hey, everybody. You know, I'm just having a little fun here. Yeah. To see. And doing that. Basically,
0: we, we are, we are, we are. Uh, we're bringing back uh, MTV Cribs right now. That's what we're doing. That's a good looking well, neighborhood.
1: We <laughs> go this way. Guy, he's uh, very thorough with that blower. Okay. <laughs> I
0: Just know. The
1: way we were on tour in the '80s. We were very thorough with blow. Uh, here's the uh, backyard, and um, oh. things start to be covered up here tacoos uh, looks chill it's, uh, spots looks like what's the, the pool
0: temperature pool. over there today because it looks like it's like
1: gorgeous I should be on the golf course but it's been windy as hell all what day. Are we here
0: we're, we're November 21st 2020 so Saturday November 20th. so so what's the temperature in California on a Saturday in November uh,
1: probably like 76 75 uh, I built gorgeous I hand here in four days wow back in uh what 2017 me and one of my Helper guys, you know, and uh, got a little oh, yeah. bar up on TV so we can sit out there and eat and watch telly. And over there, if you can see that in the distance, that's the, uh, that's Land we call that. That's the tree house over there. And uh, oh, yeah. great view. Very fun. I'll show you a little glimpse of that once he turns off his little blow cycle <laughs> out there. <laughs>
0: It's uh, It's amazing that uh, in in uh, fifty years uh, we've never done a video interview. You, t- you and I, and, 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 and the minute we decide to do one, <laughs> the, uh, the the guys I know, are. Uh, I
1: feel, it feels pretty stupid because I feel like we're just on one of our phone calls or something. And I'm like, hey, dude, look at this new <laughs> tree I got or this new light fixture. That one right there, for example.
0: I know. So,
1: oh, this is where we got a home theater system. I put in here. Wow that has so much power and uh you got an 85 inch right there. Where is this guy? What is he doing out there? <laughs> he's,
0: he's 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 stalking you. Pop
1: in and show you the treehouse real quick.
0: Yeah. And you know what I think folks at this point are are used to a little bit of the uh, of the background uh energy. So, why not? There he is. Hey, Juan.
1: That's Salvador.
0: Oh, Salvador, sorry. <laughs>
1: Right now, so you're going worldwide, buddy. I'll give you his number, anybody that wants it here. <laughs> so, yeah, I built this thing here. You built that deck, I built well. I designed it, and I had you know my crew out there, and I was out do, being the general on the job. All right, all right, all right. And uh, we call it Blot's Land. That is terrific. Hello. So, I'll give you a quick view of this, and then we'll head back
0: in. Now, you've often um, described the treehouse to me on the phone and I thought he he, does, <laughs> he has a treehouse. <laughs> but this is actually cool. This yeah. is an over. I mean, what a great place to hang out and 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 grab a... back,
1: I was just showing you. But wow.
0: What a great you, place to grab a drink and 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 chill out. That is
1: fantastic. You know it, buddy. Angeles National Forest on the background. This part of the hill here burnt over the summer, so wow. it's a little round out you know but
0: any the, of those neighbors uh, any of those neighbors rock stars
1: too that's really a funny question i'm turning around george lynch lives three blocks up the street then oh. i'm gonna go this way ricky rocket lives right over that hill right there
0: oh wow we love the ricky oh we lost the video oh no oh no It's calling me oh no we've lost the video we uh, back. oh there oh, we are there phew
1: all right. Somebody calling. Me. So That's yeah, a... no. Um, this gets all flowered out and bitching in the uh, spring. in the summer. Wow. I mean, it's covered actually. And then I put my last so you're basically in, in
0: yeah. you're basically in walking distance or at least biking distance from Ricky Rocket and, and George Lynch.
1: Oh no, this, this, George Lynch lives about two and a half minutes up the hill. Um, oh, wow. And let's uh, let's uh, right let's here. get
0: back inside to the to the better Wi-Fi. We are we're, we're getting spotty in the uh, in the tree, but it's okay. We love it.
1: Here you go. What's that say right there? Rat and roll. Rat and roll. There is the pride there and the respect for the mothership. You know.
0: You know. Oh, there
1: he goes again, dude. He's firing up the freaking bass. <laughs> You know, it, oh, it's
0: funny, when, when you think back to, to catchphrases or whatever for bands, you think Kiss Army, but I've always thought Rat and Roll, I I, I just, Rat and Roll is just, it's fucking perfect.
1: There you go. The, a fan made this for me in Florida. I'm, oh, wow. Painting? Yeah, I was very, very grateful for that little gift there. But
0: is that a painting or is that two
1: pictures? Yeah, it's a, it's a painting. Wow. Well, it's, a,
0: it's a wow. pictures, I guess.
1: I have this thing turned around. How do I do this now? Jesus God.
0: Well, we could Um, do like we could do like Sammy Hagar. You could go cook something for us. He Sammy uh, Sammy and um, uh, Guy Fieri every so often do uh, do cooking in the kitchen together. But um, I don't
1: know. Thing back around, brother.
0: Well, just uh, go stand on the other side. (laughs) There we go.
1: There Uh, we go. So,
0: let, let's 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 recap some of this. The back is doing okay. You're yes. you're gonna go play with uh, Steel Panther now. Uh, you mentioned Russ and Ralph for some folks who are, you know, new to the Steel Panther thing. That's their real names. It's not Michael Starr. and um, what does Russ Paris go by in in Steel Panther? Uh, Satchel. Satchel. Yeah, uh,
1: you know. Yeah. Funny um, if you I don't want to give anything
0: away. I shouldn't, but. We've like got, we got Russ, some poison going on behind you. Look at that. It's perfect.
1: Stage, like in in person, he barely he's so clean cut and and <laughs> respectful. His son is the most respectful kid I've ever met. And um Yeah, they're great, you know, and uh they're they're just doing their job up there, you know, entertaining. So it's like a I guess you could compare it to an actor that plays a certain role. They take their stuff off, they come home and they're down, you
0: know? Well, I, I like how they were described recently as glam metal jokesters. <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to ask okay. you a couple of, uh, maybe a little tougher and you can just shoot me down. But, but Steven Piercy is also playing in LA around the holidays. You think you might go jump in on him or no, maybe give him a call. no, Maybe? No comment. No comment. All right, I'll move on. Uh, And I'll I'll, I'll start wrapping up with this. Uh, Recently, I interviewed Richard Black of uh, Contraband, a band that you were in, an album that I still love to this day.
1: Yeah, that's a great record. It was fun.
0: I I love that record. And, And the players on there, you know, say what you want about Tracy Gunn, he plays like a motherfucker. Say what you want about Michael Schenker, he plays like a motherfucker. You know, share... Um, and Richard sang great, and you, of course, we play great. Um, his, his version of how the band broke apart and what happened at the first show or one of these shows is very different to what Michael Schenker has told me, is very different to what Tracy has told me. Uh, I've always been told that he, was, he ran off the stage and was hiding in the back room. He told hey. me that uh, he came out, the band had refused to rehearse, Sounded like shit and he had artistic integrity and did not want to go out and be embarrassed by the band. Um, That's
1: it. Oh my God. <laughs> Oddly, you're telling me this right now because um, you saw the interview. Somebody sent me a link to. Uh, I'm trying to think of who it was that sent that to me, a link to a, a YouTube interview with him. Yeah. Than you. I did, yes. And he's crazy. I mean, his reflections of what was going on in that, I don't think anybody even knows who he is, number one, or gives a shit about this whole thing. But the fact of the matter is he's taken reality and turned it upside down, You know, making assertions that Rat was opening for contraband and L.A. Guns was opening for contraband. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the bottom line. And you know, he's saying that contraband never rehearsed. We rehearsed in the day at the arena, Rat Rented Arena down in Florida to start the ninety-one tour and for detonator. And contraband was put on that bill by Alan Kovac, our old manager, right? Who now manages Motley and others, and he's always had his hand and Richard Marks and a host of bands. Um, so we would rehearse before or after the R.A.T. production run-through, okay? We had it for like four days. That's what we would usually do is go into an arena and then start the tour at that arena. So this cat saying that Contrabands was the headliner and he couldn't believe it because R.A.T. was a monster group and elega and this and that, he's out of his mind, dude. I mean, he wasn't there for the rehearsals. The band was. We were tight, fit, ready to rock. I would go out and open for myself and contraband. Um, <clears throat> and then LA Guns was second on the building rap would headline naturally. You know, we had all the production, the seven semis, the blah, 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 blah. Now, his assertion is like his artistic this and that. Here, here's the problem with him walking up the stage and leaving us all standing out there. It, 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 what happened was He's never played arena stages. And when you get up there, it's a lot different than rehearsing in a small room in a confined area because the music reverberates in an arena or even a big club or an outdoor stage, whatever. Way different. And he, I don't know, he couldn't hear himself. He was getting, he's turning to me going like this, cut, like right in front of the drums. And now when he was doing that, I was thinking about his story that he was talking about two days before about how Axel Rose ripped him off. And that thing that when Axel leaves the stage, that was his thing where he stopped the band. Which when he's telling, I'm thinking in my head, you're an idiot. And so is Axel. You know. Um, so he's leaving the stage in the middle of the set. We'd already this was like the fourth or fifth show, mind you. And we finished the song, everybody's looking at each other. Shanker, me, everybody. Crucier was playing bass on that tour. Sheriff Pedersen wasn't out there, unfortunately. I don't know why, but I don't recall. But, you know, I got off the kit and ran backstage. I'm like, where's Richard Blatt? Everybody's like, pointing out, but down the hallway to the dress rooms. Where's Richard Block?" And. We've lost
0: your video again.
1: It's all coming in. Hold on.
0: But we can still hear you, so we can we can still do the story. There you go.
1: I, guess it it. I just went to an iPhone two months ago, so I didn't. But nonetheless, you know, I went in the dressing room, and he's sitting there. He's like this. He's reading magazines. I said, all right, you're getting your fucking ass kicked right now. Do you want it sitting down or stand up? Do you know who you just left on the stage out there? Michael Shanker? Hello? Everybody? And he's like, oh, you know, my, my artist integrity. I'm like, fuck you, artist integrity, dude? You're in Shark Island? There is no artistry integrity, frankly. But he, um, I was so pissed I had to remove myself or, you know, do something that's not in my nature other than defending myself. Not, but, you know, I split. I walked out of the dressing room. Tracy Guns is walking down the hall. And, you know, I looked down at him. He's about this tall. And he's like, where's that fucker? I go, he's right there, dude. And he went in there and I stood out there and I heard this yelling and I hear this table. There was a glass, big glass coffee table. And Tracy went in there and mustered the strength to throw it out. <laughs> you know, so that ended his career right then on the spot. His manager, uh, who's our manager, and managed all the artists of contraband you know left bank management fired him fired his band and that was the last I ever heard of the cat you know but i watched this interview and it's so preposterous you know he's claiming that contraband was headlining the tour it's just i don't know why he would say that you know <clears throat> but no big deal that's all that i mean who knows who richard black is so
0: well that that, that did strike me as a as a little bit odd um all right, hey, I'll ask you two uh, two last questions. First of all, would you ever play with Michael Schenker again if an opportunity came up? Because, uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I just, I like that. And there's a video of um, Rat in Las Vegas, and you see Stephen going through some UFO songs like Light Out, Lights Out.
1: Yeah, we were. What, what a great
0: vibe, man. It's great.
1: We, that's why I did Contraband, you know. Uh. Uh, I wanted to play with Michael. I was completely involved and absorbed with ufo since back as far as 74 75 you know and you're talking about van halen earlier too you know that's when me and don you know we were in a band called airborne and we used to play with van halen they were a cover group we were we called it top 40 bands then but you know coming out and doing zeppelin cream deep purple etc you know um, array of different cover tunes and we used to play with I knew those guys since 75. So Eddie, when he, I just want to throw this in as a sidebar thing, but man, that that shook me up. Really was disturbing. You know, it took me a good three, four weeks to, you know, shake that out of my system. But nonetheless, Michael's great. He's a very, uh, very interesting individual, smart, insane guitar player. Him and Warren work great together. And I would love to play with him in any fashion and incapacity, you know, yeah. I'm a fan oh, and I've played with them and it's extraordinarily great.
0: It's really know? great. And I'll ask you a, a last comment on this. Uh, recently, Steven said that Juan cruche doesn't think it's important for Rat to release new music. If you had a say in, in, in Rat and, and stuff, would you say new music's important or would you say, eh, let's go play 15 of the hits and get our money and get the hell out of here. I mean, I think it's still important to say we're creative, we're relevant, we're, but, you know,
1: is Uh, is new music important? Well, it is, you know, to people in the group, you know, to stay in their own minds creative and keep the juices going and writing stuff. I mean, is it successful? It's sort of like this, okay? When you have a new record out, That gives a push to the tour and the tour pushes the record. So, you know what I mean? You know, when we did in 2010 Infestation, it sold, I don't know, somewhere 150,000, which was really low. Right now, Rats catalog is on Fuego. I'm not even kidding. It's uh, incredible. That Geico commercial that those guys did, you know. That went put Brown around back top twenty, and uh, that was interesting. I didn't really particularly like the commercial, but I liked the results from it. You know, our catalog. The,
0: the been, royalty well, check was nice.
1: Oh, they're, they're insane anyway. They but it's just getting better all the time. I mean, I can't. It feels like we're making more dough from our catalog than we ever did when the stuff was selling three million records. I don't know why. <laughs> Everything is just on the uptick, so there's no complaints there. But I would love to do a new record. You know, um, I have plenty of songs. Backlog, I can sit down when I get in writing mode, and I don't sit around and write songs every day. Piercy does that. You know, that's He's always been that way, and which is admirable quality. I don't know about Juan what his trip is. Uh, I know that he... Seemingly in that band has this leader, you know, kind of situation that he's got a little bit little buzzed on power to some degree. Uh, I would think he would want the original band at some point to for the fans' sake, for everybody in the band's sake, just to do another round at some point, you know. I mean, it only makes sense, you know. We're we're off we're going here, you know, in twenty years. Like, not the band, this guy, maybe 30, I don't know, you know, 62, mm-hmm. do the math, it's uh, it's life, man, we're all headed to the same place, hopefully some of us are going that way, but, you know, I know I'm going that way, but, you know, I just want to finish the race, you know, so, if it happens, great, if not, I'm fine, you know, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my life, you know, I have a good life, I travel, I golf, I have a beautiful I love her kids. My kids are fully, you know, they're well men now They're, you know, Michael's pushing 40, 39 now, Marcus is 37. So you know what I mean? It's uh, doing it with these little guys again, gives me another breath of life, you know, visiting that. And it's pretty fun, you know, but it's very being here at the whole, all the time and they're doing homeschooling. It's, it's, uh, (laughs)
0: it's it's a
1: job. (laughs) It's hard.
0: It is definitely hard. And anyway, I, I listen, I would love to see, because when Eddie died, you know, the, the a part of me died. I mean, a part of me died because for 40 years, that sound, that guitar, that band, those songs, they were part of me. You know, they were part of my high school. They're part of university. They're part of, you know, getting the first job. And. And 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 rat also were part of me. And so I I would like to see because now we can't get Sammy out there with, with uh with Eddie. We can't get Michael Anthony out there with, with Eddie. Yeah. So
1: that's,
0: that's... so
1: let's 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 get But before his you know, demise of his extraordinary life, I mean I didn't realize really how much he meant to me till that happened, you know, and I knew some inner stuff from people that are you know in different camps, if you will. And I was, you know, apprised of what was his his predicament was. and But it just did, it came like just this, when I got the text, I just, my mouth just opened up and I just had a, my heart started beating very fast and it really was depressing because let me tell you something, you know, when I started playing with Dawn. I was in a band called Slicker in 1975. I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. Then I was 18 when I joined joined, joined the band Airborne with Don. But I saw Aerosmith... Uh, sorry, this I mean, talk about this has me a little befuddled. You know, it just works me up. But I remember going to see Van Halen at the Starwood in 75, coming back to rehearsal with Slicker and going, um, everybody listen, you know, we need a school field trip here with the band and go see this band. They are insane. This is what it takes to make it. And, you know, then I would always go see them when they played locally. And then when they were, it became huge in 78, of them, you know what I mean? I was at every arena show. Juan and I would go see them together. And that feeling, knowing that Eddie Van Halen was in that building that you were in, I mean, it was... Yeah, oh yeah. A special thing and a special time. You don't have that very often, you know. You have got with guys like this or this. Yep. They're in the category, by and large, you know, for people that are your age, my age, and stuff like that. You know, those they were three years older than me, but they were they were God, you know. They really musically yeah. edited God,
0: and, and that's why I look around at different bands, whether it's Cinderella or Rat or any of these bands that meant something that are that are I don't want to say sitting around because that sounds rude but you know what I mean they're, they're not active let's put it that way and you just go dude come on look what happened with Van Halen let's, let's come on just fucking do something just get, give us one more kick of the can and, and I know your people say well there's, there's this and there's that and there's a lawyer this and a lawyer that and uh. yes but let's not sit here and go man we should have had one more. Anyway, anyway, I'll, Listen, Eddie killed folks, me. But, you know.
1: Let me just explain this, folks, because I know so many of all those bands and such from different eras and everything. You know, my attorney, he handles uh, Felix Cavallari from The Rascals. Those cats are fighting over the name. And they were like, you know, early 60s band. These guys are... You know, nursing home age. There's they still tour, but there's three of them out, and it's just such a ego trip, you know, I, that people are doing this. I don't understand it. I hate it to read about it, to be involved in it. You know, uh, I got a thing about Toto for that Steve Lukather, you know, is getting and the Toto guys or something are getting sued for the name from Jeff Beccaro, Toto's drummer, who sadly passed away in '82, very young. His wife is now suing them for the ownership. It's just really a crime that we all, the fans, I'm a fan, you know, for all these bands that you read the stuff. It's just like, fuck, dude, just get along, put tuck in your ego. Do it for the people that have supported you, the fans, you know, that's what I want to do it for. And there is that, you know, for me to sleep better, you know, and not have my rat mares at night. I still dream about rat on a nightly basis. Yeah. And it's what it is. You know, I dream about old girlfriends and my ex I mean, you know, it's <laughs> one of those things that's such a big part of your life that you really never let it go, you know, I suppose. I don't know. I'm getting a little too weird and deep on this. but
0: No, I, but I, 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 I know what you mean. And, and I don't know. I, I just want to see Vito, Brada, and Mike Tramp one last time. Even if it's just three songs on, on you know, Spotify or on YouTube, just... You just want. But anyway, listen, we, we can't always get what we want. That's... I,
1: I can't say I share that part with you, although Mike Tramp's a great friend of mine, old friend. I've talked to him many years. I don't think he or that veto guy, he that uh, he's Waldo, right? He's been Waldo since, I don't know, 89, 92. He just disappeared. Right. And lives at his mom's house and. I know friends that were in that band. That's why I know these kind of things. I won't share all that stuff. But he won't let anybody else play ball. That's the thing I always would say. You know, it's my ball. You can't play with it. When people have that mindset and don't let the others go out, you know, and do it. It's a crime. And it's a crime for the fans, number one, who built those houses that these people own those that do i guess you'd put it that way you know it's the fans that made that happen but we worked our ass off too doing it i can tell you that man it was a lot of a lot of work a lot of backbreaking work and, yep. but i'm still i still got it in me i got the spark the fire yep. when i play with my buddies bands when i sit in the bicycle theory man i get up and
0: mm, off you go up. yeah well I'll, yeah. I'll say this uh you know uh, thank you for the rat stuff I, i've I've loved the band forever. Uh, When I saw Body Talk and the Eddie Murphy Golden Child, I was like, fuck yeah, they got it. That's beautiful. And then uh, what was the other one? Point Break. And Dancing Undercover. You know, a lot of fans will debate whether Dancing Undercover is good or bad. But that came in my life where I was uh, at uh, CJP or at uh, college, as we call it in the States. CJP in Quebec. I was at college. And I had to walk to the college, which was like, you know, a mile away. And that was the tape I listened to back and forth. So, I mean, I heard that thing for six straight months. Those songs are burnt into my brain. And I don't care if people say it's good or bad or it's not real. It's fucking brilliant. I love it.
1: Listen, that record, I'm not a big fan of that record. I love parts of it. But we were thrown into a studio that had a deposit put down on it. when We weren't ready. We were writing songs in the studio at, you know, $3,000 a day for the studio back then. You know, I'd be like, what, seven grand a day in this day and age. Um, you know, it wasn't ready lyrically. It wasn't. It has great moments, but it has moments that I skip. I can't wow. listen to you know, right. but I get musically, but, you know, it, we're, it's a blessing that we came out with that. That's the thing about rap. We don't fuck around. When we're in there, we come up everybody's got such great ideas and we could just, it just, the tunes come out, you know, but nobody ever knows what's going to be happening at the end till we hear after Steven's done his tracks, you know, so it's always a mystery to us. What's, you know, going to happen. I mean, it wasn't that as much on the last record infestation, which is unbelievably 10 years old already, you know, but generally he would get the rhythm tracks and write and we would hear it after it was done. So, he so didn't want anybody in the in the studio while he was yeah. tracking. I'm but, still
0: I'm still gonna give Body Talk a lot of love, even if you don't like the album in particular. That's still a fucking fantastic
1: oh, track. I like I said, there's tunes I love. Side B or whatever side two. There's a few things that just they're to me are a little redundant. You know, um, that could have been better, but they are what they are. And it was successful, and it drove a huge tour that we started in '86 with Cheap Trick opening which was interesting because i was in top 40 band a couple of them playing cheap trick songs and all of a sudden they're opening for me several years later not me but our band but you know um that's a tour that we brought cheap trick out and then it went into and through 87 and poison took over you know for them and uh that kind of launched them into uh everybody that kind of came out with us came out with uh Thumbs up for their band and went multi-platinum. It seems like you know it was one of those. I'm not crediting Rat for that. I'm just saying we were. No, but good.
0: sometimes it is a good package. And and you know what? It's time that John Bon Jovi on the 2021 tour takes out fucking Rat and says, "Hey, you gave me a shot 20 or whatever 30 years ago. Now I'm paying you back, and you're playing stadiums and and you know you're playing Wembley with fucking Bon Jovi.
1: Awesome. And frankly, this. Tour that was put down because of the COVID um, with uh, Leopard and and Motley, they call that the Titans of 87. Well, guess what? With Rat on there, it can't be because in 87, Poison was our opening bound. So was Joan Jett. So, you know, Rat should be on that tour for sure. But, you know, there's only room to get these big heads in that door in these bands I guess I don't know but I would hope that if if it, it's a great time right now that the Geico commercial boost after this TV show called uh, on uh, Netflix Cobra Kai which is Karate Kid if it nobody's watched it rats in there on se- uh, season one episode three you know we have a couple songs and are talked about it's great it's a really cool show too, I dig it. Anybody like Karate Kid will love it. It's on Netflix. That again gave us another push, you know. So these different generations are getting turned on not only to rap, but all the 80s bands, you know, that uh, who are doing as well as we are in these catalog sales. It's just it's a godsend, you know, to be this age. And I mean I got everything set up on the other side anyway to get me through. But to have this and turn this over to my family when i'm gone they're gonna be in good shape
0: they're gonna be in great shape but let's uh let's leave it on that uh any last words and if not uh thank you thank you for this thank you for the tour of the home i'm sure fans will absolutely love that
1: well you know guys out there you know that are seeing this ladies and gentlemen thank you for your uh ongoing love for rat i share it with you even though i'm a part of it but i love rats And I love the fans so dearly. I still meet you and see you out there, and I get letters and stuff. People have my address. I don't know how they get my address, but I get a lot of stuff in in the mail. And, you know, I send it back. But it's starting to get a little too much. I mean, I feel like I need a post office box. But I appreciate it so much. And I hope to see you out there again. And the thing with Steel Panther, my bros, who I love, um, what is that, December Fifth. 5th? The 5th. 5th. Yeah. I don't know. I say, Somehow I think they're selling tickets to that. It's a small room, but it's going to go out via, you know. Yeah. Li-
0: live stream. Um, they're doing a whole live stream thing.
1: I don't even know the terminology of it. I don't really watch all that stuff, but, um, you know, uh, there's tickets and it's we're, it starts at two in the afternoon. So I'm going to get up there and throw some, you know, rat tunes and I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to after that. Just stay tuned. The movie's not over yet, man. All right. Love all you guys. Cheers to you. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. We'll see, we'll see you soon.
0: Yes. And as we say in Montreal, merci beaucoup. Thank you so much. And record.